edition of my podcast, The Ballroom, where we take a look at a variety of sports from an urban perspective. Thank you guys for continuing to tune in and support. We're on show number 35, 35 shows, folks, so I definitely appreciate that. On tonight's show, we'll talk some Houston Astros, the Rockets are in the thick of their preseason, the Texans and their nationally televised win. We'll go over some college football, do a little high school roundup, as well as bring you the dumbass of the day and our latest edition of That's That Bullshit. Stick around, folks. Be right back. Back, front, back, and side to side. Back, front, back, and side to side. Back, front, back, and side to side. Never let hallways niggas ride. Back, front, back, and side to side. Yo, 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 what's going on, people? Welcome back. Houston Astros, well, they got a highlight at the right time. They completed a three-game sweep of the Cleveland Indians over the weekend in the American League Divisional Series. Now they're just sitting and waiting for Boston and New York to finish up. The Astros put up 11 runs versus Cleveland, and it pretty much was a dominating Performance by the Astros, offensively, defensively, as well as the pitching staff. Our, our one-two with Verlander and Cole has to be the best left in baseball. We have an excellent pitching staff. The bullpen is leading the whole league in ERA, and the offense is rounding back in the form, getting Carlos Correa back. He hit his first home run of the postseason, a 3-1 shot. Right now, it's about getting rest, getting everybody healthy, and waiting on Boston and New York to finish up what they do to go on to the American League Championship Series. So we'll see what happens. Boston is a good team, but we're the defending champions, and we're the defending champions for a reason. And statistically, our team this year is better than our team last year. So because Boston won four more games, they're getting – more hype than we are, and that's fine. We can be the underdog. We just know that every single game we're going to fight all nine innings. So we'll see what happens. Big up to the Strolls on the division championship. Let's go on and get a repeat of that World Series. The Rockets are in the thick of their preseason. They're 2-1 and one so far. They're averaging 112 points per game, which is second in the NBA. Right now, it just seems like everybody's kind of figuring everybody else out. And Chris Paul, one of the more vocal leaders of the team, said when Carmelo's on the court, they're just playing basketball. And when you go out there and you just play basketball and you kind of let things happen, 
things seem to work out. So, so far, so good. The Rockets are looking good in the preseason. We'll see what happens once the regular season starts. Because lo and behold, the whole West and conference has gotten better. Phoenix is a good team. Sacramento, of course, we know LeBron is in L.A. now. Still got to deal with San Antonio. Dallas is not going to be a pushover. So there's no cakewalk to the finals just because you have Carmelo. And not only that, Golden State, the defending champion. So everything must go through Golden State. So we'll see what happens once we get into the thick of the season and, and make our adjustments there. Be right back, folks. We talk some football. Our latest edition of That's That Bullshit, as well as bringing you our dumbass of the day. You don't want to miss this one. Yo, yo, welcome back, folks. The Houston Texans on Sunday night, national television, had a 19-16 overtime win. Over the Dallas Cowboys. The Texans totaled 462 yards of total offense. The offensive line still needs help. It's just way too many two-man routes. The defense played well. They held the NFL leading rusher Ezekiel Elliott to 54 yards on 20 carries, which equates to a 2.7-yard average. As many of y'all saw, as well as I did, Deshaun Watson took far too many hits. And he had first and goal several times with no points. The Texans were actually one of six in the red zone. Albeit they got the win, at what cost? Deshaun Watson is pretty banged up after Sunday night's game and is listed now as day-to-day. Bill O'Brien, you have to do a better job with the play calling. There's no reason why we have some of the more dynamic players in the NFL at key positions, wide receiver, quarterback, and we don't utilize them. One for six in the red zone. I'm not even an NFL coach, and I can tell you, you got to do better than that. Well, it's on to Buffalo next week. Actually, Buffalo comes to Houston, and if not as bad, just as bad as the Texans are. But I will continue to defend. We have a lot of Pro Bowl players, really good players. Play calling, play calling just has to do much better. Give a complete F to the play calling. Defense, if defense is going to keep us in games, then so be it. But you have to be able to protect your quarterback. On to the college football over the weekend. U of H had a big game against Tulsa. Derrick King accounted for five touchdowns, three passing, two rushings, and 44. 477 total yards. U of H are 4-1 on the season. 
and sitting atop of the American Athletic Conference division. So far, so good. We'll see how that goes. He defeated Tulsa. It's only going to get a little bit tougher from that. Notre Dame had a big win on the road versus Virginia Tech. And the game of the day, the University of Texas versus OU. U of H was able, UT was able to pull out that game 48-45 with the last second field goal. However, they were up by 21 points in the fourth quarter and let OU get back into the game and tie it up. OU quarterback Kyler Murray, this kid is outstanding. He's a very good player. Of course, he's going to choose baseball over football at the next level. This win puts UT back in the hunt for the Big 12 championship. However, giving up 21 points in the fourth quarter alone, Tom Herman might find yourself on the hot seat. And moving on to our high school roundup over the weekend, Northside defeated Sterling 21-20. Waltrip put 65 on Sharpstown. Judge Village scored 56 Memorial 27. Raymond Richardson accounted for five touchdowns. He was 22 for 30 for 333 yards passing. He's also rushed the ball nine times for 93 yards. So big up to Raymond and Jersey Village in a big win over Memorial. And Ridge Point defeated Austin and Mercer 35-6. Be right back. With our dumbass of the day, and that's that bullshit. Niggas is flying always to some shit. Nigga can't stay out of shit for shit. Nigga robbed the bank, not everybody. Yo, yo, welcome back, folks. And on to our dumbass of the day. Oh, boy. Forest Hill High School in Mississippi. Band performed a skit at halftime where it was depicted that some of the band members were pointing toy AK-47s at dressed-up police officers. This comes after two days after two police officers were killed in the line of duty. Many of the parents felt that the halftime skit was not only insensitive, but they were in shock. And these were coming from the black parents. There's been no word yet from the administration or the school board. However, in my personal opinion, it just doesn't look good. With all that has gone on in America, in the past decade, for you to perform this skit at halftime, considering the fact that the tragedy that your community is going through and has gone through, I just feel that it was in poor taste, it was in bad judgment, and the band director 
who, without a doubt, agreed to this, orchestrated this, should come out and give a public apology to not only the community, but the police officers. And I in no way am a fan of police officers, to be perfectly honest. Police officers get killed in the line of duty. Operative term is duty. But for an adult to get his band to organize such a senseless and tasteless act is just head shaking. Forest Hill High School band director from Mississippi. You get our dumb ass of the day. Google it, folks. It, it, you just be shaking your head. It's, it, yeah, it, it's like that. You deserve to be the dumbass for getting your kids to do that. Tonight's edition of That's That Bullshit, Kanye West has scheduled to meet the president and his son-in-law, Jerry Kushner, at the White House. For what? To have lunch and discuss criminal justice reform, preventing gang violence, and reducing crime in Chicago. Keep in mind, 2009... Trump threatened or suggested that we boycott Kanye West because of his drunken behavior and feelings toward Taylor Swift. My has the time changed since Taylor Swift publicly announced that she will now support the Democratic Party while Kanye and his wife are running back and forth to the White House to discuss criminal justice reform and prevent gang violence. Now, I have absolutely no problem with you using your celebrity to influence change. However, do you really think, at the end of the day, this man actually gives two fucks about what you have to say, Kanye West? I understand your political ambitions, and you've mentioned it many times about running for president yourself. Not sure who outside your clan of Kardashians is willing to support you. 
do you have problems? You got issues. If you think this man is inviting you to discuss any possible change about to come for black people, you lost your damn mind. Remember your comment about how Bush doesn't care about black people in the wake of Katrina? This president has shown he does not give a damn about black nor brown people in the wake of some of the natural disasters we have. Maria in Puerto Rico separating children from their parents because of proper documentation they do not have. Good luck with that. If you think this man is actually going to make any change because of you on our behalf, Take a shot, brother. What else can go wrong? You've already made some of the most outrageous, outlandish comments that anyone can make. Because I can almost guarantee you, if you go back to the history of slavery for Africans and ask them, do they have a choice whether or not they're going to get on that boat? You'd have a resounding no. So I'm not sure where you are in your own psyche. I'm not even going to blame it on your choice of significant others and their group of people. Think you have some serious soul searching to do, and I think you've lost your way. And if you think this is a way to get back in good graces with your, your black fan base and moving to Chicago is going to give you street cred again, see. That's that bullshit, folks. Hey, appreciate you guys for listening. Thanks for, for supporting and tuning in. You can find me on all socials at D underscore M-A-D-O-N-E. Until next time we see each other, folks. Peace and love. Your boy's done. <laughs>